Howdy and welcome to the 10-week Bible study. This is week 10, day 3 of our study of Isaiah. I'm your host, Darren Hibbs, and today we're talking about Isaiah 32, 9-20. Welcome back to the 10-week Bible study. Again, I'm your host, Darren Hibbs. Would you join me as we pray? Lord, fill our hearts with the knowledge of you and fascinate us in your word today. We want to encounter you through your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. With that, let's jump into God's word. I'll be reading today from the NIV. This is Isaiah 32, starting in verse 9. You women who are so complacent, rise up and listen to me. You daughters who feel secure, hear what I have to say. This is, in this passage in Isaiah 32, and and I haven't in the last couple of days broken down, is this prophecy for then, for later, for now, in the future? When is it for? The the last couple passages that we've read have been really broadly in, 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 or at least uh, Isaiah 31 was actually specific about the next hundred years. We talked about that. The first part of Isaiah 32 seems to be very broad in scope, right? There's coming an end to nonsense and bad leaders, right? But now the Lord is is honing in here and he's getting very specific with the people that he's he's talking to. uh, And we're going to see here, this is going to be one of the most specific prophecies, not the most, but one of the most specific prophecies in the book of Isaiah, verse 10. In little more than a year, you who feel secure will tremble. The grape harvest will fail and the harvest of fruit will not come. Tremble, you complacent women. Shudder, you daughters who feel secure. Strip off your fine clothes and wrap yourselves in rags. Beat your breasts for the pleasant fields, for the fruitful vines and for the land of my people. A land overgrown with thorns and briars. Yes, mourn for all the houses of merriment and for this city of revelry. So the Lord is saying, listen, you have turned away from me. We see that over and over in Isaiah, you've turned away from me, you've walked in sin, and you become complacent because you're wealthy, you have everything you need, you're comfortable. And the Lord is saying, wake up, wake up. And it's interesting that he's speaking to the women here. He's not speaking to everyone, he's specifically speaking to the women. And he's saying, listen, you've been complacent. And I I, I wonder, I don't know this for a fact, I, I find this very intriguing, but if you were to survey people that have more tender hearts that are more likely to repent and are more likely to be praying people, people who actually come before the Lord in prayer more often, you're going to find that that group is women, right? Praying mothers. That's a thing. Uh, Men are less likely to be humble than women. They just are. Now, are there prideful women and all that kind of stuff? Yes. Right, that all of that exists, but by and large, if you're going to find the the more humble, down to earth people that are going to be praying, more often than not, you're going to be looking at women for that. And I wonder if the Lord is speaking to them because even in this situation, they become so complacent and so sucked into this wicked system that has devoured Israel. The Lord is saying, "You were the ones that I." I choose to stand in the gap to intercede for Israel and you've fallen. And so I'm going to tell you, weep, right? Get ready because these negative things are coming. I want you to return to me. I want you praying and asking the Lord for 
for mercy. Verse 14, the fortress will be abandoned, the noisy city deserted. Citadel and watchtower will become a wasteland forever. The delight of donkeys, a pasture for flocks, till the spirit is poured on, on us from on high and the desert becomes a fertile field. And the fertile field seems like a forest. The Lord's justice will dwell in the desert. His righteousness live in the fertile field. The fruit of that righteousness will be peace. Its effect will be the quietness and confidence forever. I love that, right? So again, like the Lord speaking through Isaiah always, there's there's going to be judgment, but then the Lord loves you people. He loves you. He's going to bring justice. He's going to bring discipline to you. But then he's going to restore you because he loves you. He's going to bring righteousness. He's going to bring peace, quietness, and confidence. And quietness, it may sound boring, but there's nothing more pleasant than living a boring, dull life. You have what you need. You're not at conflict with those around you. You're not having to put up with just all of the rage and things that we see that are so common. Living that quiet life where things are just good, it's so nice. There's something in us where we kind of crave tension. It's we have to have it in our stories and our movies and our books, but in reality, we like just having things easy and nice. The Lord's saying he's going, he longs to give that to us. He wants that to be our life. Verse 18, my people will live in peaceful dwelling places, in secure homes, in undisturbed places of rest. Though hail flattens the forest and the city is level completely, how blessed you will be sowing your seed by every stream and letting your cattle and donkeys range free. So the Lord is saying through the prophet here, one year from this prophecy, everything is going to get laid waste. He's going to bring in an army that's going to destroy everything. In the fields, they'll be, they'll be gone cattle, just all of this stuff. There's going to be so much destruction. But he's like, you know what? Afterwards, you're going to have to go down to the stream and sow your seed. You're going to, you're not going to have your fences, all this stuff. It's all going to be gone, but you'll be walking with the Lord again. And even though you won't have all of the infrastructure, all the stuff that you once did, your life will be simpler (laughs) it'll be blessed because you'll be walking with the Lord in quietness. You'll still be able to plant and harvest. You'll still have cattle. You'll still have the things that you need saying it probably won't be as nice, but you'll be happier because now you're walking with the Lord. Great wealth and the Proverbs, they, it speaks about this all the time. Great wealth. Apart from the Lord, it's it's pain. It's not fun. Having everything you want and need and not walking with the Lord, it's just, there's nothing good about it. 
Now, can we have great wealth and all the things that we need and walk with the Lord? Yes, we can. And that's really nice. But as humans, we're really bad at doing that. And very often the Lord's like, listen, I'm going to take all of this stuff away from you because it's a distraction and I'm going to let you just live with me. There's this notion that if we're walking with the Lord, things only get better. And sometimes the Lord is is like, you know, I want things better for you. And so I have to take some things away that are nothing but distractions. The Lord does both of those. Sometimes he blesses us and sometimes he takes things away from us. And both of those are for our good. And here we see that the Lord is saying, I'm setting a date on this. In one year, I'm going to just level everything. But your hearts, you'll return to me. And you're going to find that it's actually like the rebuilding process and coming out of that, it's going to be so much better. It's going to be so much better. The Lord does this in our lives. Sometimes we experience loss, but on the back end of it, we see like, I'm actually glad I went through that because now I'm happier. The Lord has just freed me from some of the things that, that I was in bondage to. The Lord is really good at doing that. Even though it's painful at the time, he's really good at drawing our hearts back to him. May he continue to do it. For the 10-week Bible study, I'm your host, Darren Hibbs. And I can't wait to see you next time. Hey, thanks for watching the 10-week Bible study. If you've enjoyed this, would you consider doing that whole like and subscribe and bell thing you're always hearing people talk about? It really helps other people find out about the show. And my heart is for people to fall in love with God's word. Thank you. Thank you.